We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink AG1 literally every day and I started to give them a try because I realized that in order to be the real champion of my life, I've got to take care of my body. It's truly an absolute non-negotiable. I drink AG1 in the morning before I start my day and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good for my body as a positive first action and habit of my day. Because I've realized that one small thing that I do is the quickest way that I can create lasting change in my life. I think about it like this, my choices, my actions, they matter. So I think of drinking AG1 as a choice. It's like a vote for the person that I want to become, someone who's balanced, vibrant, healthy, full of energy. And that's why I love AG1. It tastes so great and gives me everything that I need to feel my best. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash coachable. That's drinkag1.com slash coachable. Check them out today. What's up, Coachable family? Welcome back to the Coachable podcast. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, and today you're in for a treat because we've got a returning guest. Garen Jones is in the house and yeah. made it all the way to Las Vegas to be here. So thank you for thank you for showing up. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm a returning guest, but we never really got this. Mm-hmm. No, no. I'm like in L.A. traveling. You are. Like setting stuff up. But it was like a Zoom. We've come a long way. We didn't get this. We didn't. So yeah. this is going to be juicy. It's going to be good. You know, if you haven't heard of Garen, I'm surprised because he is one that has made his mark and influenced and impacted millions of people all over the world. He's made millions of dollars in his business, and he is really helping people to transform their lives from the inside out, connect to their true, what he calls artist power, which we're going to dive into a little bit today. But this is my favorite thing is to just like actually get in person with people and like feel people's energy and like really look at them in the eye. And like, it's my favorite thing. And I was just talking to Nikki off camera. I was like, how long has it been? It's been almost a year to the date since you came on the show last time. Really? It was, it was the 29th of November last year. Oh, wow. So I think we'll just start there. Well, happy reunion. Yeah. 
It's been a year. Um, last time you were on the show, and for those that don't know, go back and listen to it. I think it was like episode 76. Go check it out. It's all about your story from being homeless and then turning that around and no, being in prison and then turning around and becoming a multimillionaire. And literally people have done like, I remember seeing somebody do documentary style footage of you, like going and living in your home and learning from you because you truly are doing things at such a high level, that's why you're on the show is like, we want to learn from you. We want to yeah. know like, what is it that you're doing differently than everybody else? So if you haven't listened to that episode, go start there because we're going to pick up from there. And in that conversation, you were saying there were some big things happening in your life. Like what's been happening over the last year? <laughs> yeah. Well, the continuum of the momentum that I was Already on has expanded probably a hundred X, but in every area of my life. Mm -hmm. And I think more than anything, um, living in the frequency of effortlessness, you know, I've been surrounded around, got to work hard and sleep is for suckers and you go and you go and you go and you go. And how yeah. did that person get an ulcer or a heart attack by the time they're 50? Sure. Well, at the tender age, in the supple age of 44 years young, wow. um, I think I tapped into a universal secret that um, is a gateway for everyone to truly understand how to uh, live a full life without regrets in an effortless way in every area where you see fit, where the, whether it be money, business, relationships, intimacy, mm. um, immediate family, um, exterior family, anything that has to do with what's pulsating through you and how your life orbits around that pulsation. Mm -hmm. And I won't say I found it, but I will say I found a deeper level of me and every, you know, whoever told that lie, uh, um, you know, you just act like your life revolves around you. It actually does because yeah. <laughs> the outside is the physical manifestation of what's going on inside. And if you get quiet enough and intentional enough, which I've done in the past year, the onion layers turned into a completely different vegetable and now is fertilized with rich soil mm. that just feels good for the nervous system mm -hmm. and pretty much anything that I touch in an effortless way. Mm -hmm. Keyword, effortless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I feel into what you're just saying and like I like presence that and I, I always learn by trying to I hear what you say and then I try to apply it to my own life, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Have I experienced that? Yeah. What does that look like in my life? Yeah. What's allowed me to tap into that? At what I'm hearing is an, your essence, like you're, you're connecting to not your ego and your personality and the person of Garen. It's like your core, your truth, your essence. The authentic, the authentic nature of self. Right. And when you connect to that place, you become a magnet to things instead, and which makes things effortless. So I want to talk about 
and start there. Cause that's a, that's a really big shift. And I know the people listening, most of them are operating. What I would consider to some degree is they are efforting through life. They're pushing their way through life. They are maybe playing some defense, which is like playing not to lose. They're being very careful. Maybe they're, they're trying to create what they want on the outside in their external world through force and power and effort and hustle. And then when I'm hearing you, you're talking from a whole new orientation around effortlessness and beingness. How does one make that transition from I'm trying to take the external and make it what I want versus how do I transform my internal world and then my external world transforms? Well, one, it's it's difficult to transform... um, what one has a lack of awareness around. It's di- you can't change what you're not aware of. Yeah. You can get change, but if you can't articulate it, you can't teach it. Mm. And if you're not teaching it, there is no, there will, there won't be exponential growth. Mm. And so to my understanding, to my overstanding and my understanding, uh, nature doesn't force itself, mm-hmm. but it is the oldest living law that has never changed. Our government laws change and all these different, I remember where there was no seatbelt and there was a seatbelt law. Those laws are continuously sure. changing. But if you take a seed and you drop it into the ground, providing it has proper water and sunlight and it has fertile soil and a gardener that will tend to to the ground and tend to it and really nurture it like a baby, then whatever the health of the seed determines the growth of the tree and the fruit that it produces. Most people who are suffering in the world right now don't even realize that the ground is not fertile, meaning their environment, their inner environment, because the, you can't see the picture while you're in the frame. Mm-hmm. And in the frame of your childhood domestication, that program runs just like ABCs right now. Before we even learn that form of language, we learn A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, and we did it over and over and over, and then the click happens. Mm-hmm. Now you can turn ABCs into words, mm-hmm. and that turns into sentences, paragraphs. Language, yeah essays, books. It's the process of evolution. Now, if you take your childhood domestication, whether it's poverty language or insecurities or self-doubt or a lack of clarity, you're always moving. Your mom is always moving and you're trying to figure out as an adult why you can't even be sustainable in a relationship because your childhood domestication is change every two years, change, change. So you're Uh, The unconscious programming has you living out the sentence version of the childhood domestication of continuous change. Mm. So if you give someone context, comprehension is what's missing. Most people don't comprehend. In elementary, they gave you comprehension tests to see if you know that what you just learned can actually be applied. Mm -hmm. 
So giving people comprehension on their past, why to look there, the clarity of things to look for and how it can further evolve into the things that are showing up in your life presently, like the boyfriend or the girlfriend, you keep dating the same kind of person. Why do you keep running out of money mm -hmm. when you had all this money? Because the unconscious programming that happens as a child when not aware produces that fruit produces the same kind of fruit over and over and over rotten and rotten mm -hmm. and rotten. So I think more than anything is to open the conversation to have somebody look, to have somebody look in your past when they tell us, Oh, leave the past in the, in the past. Well, not if you didn't get the lesson, right? Cause if you didn't get the lesson, your future will become a recreation of your past. And I think right now, as you ask that question, the one I really, really, really want people to focus on is why do I get angry mm. when they say this? Or why do I shell up when somebody gets loud and speaks at me? Where did that come from? What's my earliest memory? And when you can at least get curious mm -hmm by why you do the things that you do, how you do the things that you do, why you like the things that you like, and trace that back, you're going to strike a nerve somewhere. Mm -hmm. And if you strike a nerve to the point where you can't, something, all of a sudden tears are coming out of no, nowhere, I can tell you right now that there is gold, mm -hmm. there is treasures, there is vibranium inside of learning what is causing that because it's affecting the fruits of your, of your current life. Yeah. Yeah. Because what most people are doing, like you're saying, they're looking at the fruit of the results that they're getting, how much money they're making in their business, their relationship status, their debt, their whatever. And they're trying to change that versus looking at the seed that's been planted yeah. and how it's come to in, in the maturation process and grown into what it is, you're only going to produce the fruit that is like, if you're in an environment that's not conducive for life, it's not going to produce life. No, <laughs> it's going to produce more of what's already there. And that's why people feel stuck. That's why pe people get, and I know they come to you and they come to me when they're feeling stuck and they're like, how do I get out of this? I'm a it's like a clinging symbol. I hear the same thing over and over. I'm running my head against a wall and I don't know how to get out of this pattern. And what I'm hearing you say is follow the triggers, follow your anger, follow your emotional reactions down to where did it start as a seedling? Yes. And without getting, because this is not the, <laughs> the scope of practice on this podcast is not like a one-on-one -on -one setting yeah. without having just irresponsibly leading people to do something. I, I, I can say you can transcend any energy mm. and I'll use my own example. I used to be late for everything. I used to procrastinate for everything when it came to, even when it came down to deciding what do I want when I would go out on a date or I want to go out to eat? I'm like, uh, I don't know. What are you going to get? And I mm -hmm. would decide based off of whatever, what else somebody was deciding. And I came to the conclusion that the feeling that I was feeling while 
hurrying to be on time and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, it's this dreadful feeling. Now, I could have left it at that. Mm -hmm. And for the rest of my life, I can identify with never being on time, always being late, being so indecisive. Mm -hmm. However, and I'm going to ask you this in real time, and I just want you to, I want you to, I want you to, to, to um, answer. What do you see right now? Watch. Okay. So that's one perspective. You didn't say you see me, my face, my freckles, the mic, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. the, the background and everything. Mm -hmm. This is how most people look at their lives and certain situations that happen. Mm -hmm. They see it one way. Mm -hmm. However, there are so many different ways <laughs> to see the same exact thing. Yeah. Just like there's so many different ways, nine plus one is 10, eight plus two is 10, right. you know, to, to arrive to an outcome. Yeah. So what I did on that specific situation, and I was like, what's my earliest memory mm. of not wanting to go and being all time? And all of a sudden I started, I was like, oh my God, when I was four years old, my mom and dad were separating and then we were in the house. I felt the commotion in the house. Mm -hmm. And she said, pick which parent you want to go with. At four, mm. I had to choose mom or dad. Mm. And my mom says, you have 30 minutes to pack your bags. And I remember feeling, I don't want to go. I don't want to make the decision. Sure. I don't want to choose. I don't want to. And I'm wondering mm. why in my 40s, I'm dreading being decisive, thinking that I can get anywhere in the world in 30 minutes until I ask, where did that come from? Mm. And my friend, and I was like, I had all this resentment towards my mom. It's like, she, she made me, she forced me to do that when I was four years mm -hmm. old. What kind of parent would do that? And it held resentment in my body. Yeah. Now- Here's the watch scenario. My friend goes, do you think your mom was responsible in that moment? I said, no, nobody in my family ever takes responsibility except for me. And she goes, what about in her highest light? In your mom's spirit body? If she was, if you could think of the highest version of your mom coming through that particular vessel, do you think the highest version of your mom was responsible? I was like, of course. Mm -hmm. Why do you think during that time she would have you choose? And she came through that vessel and instantly looking at the same situation from a different scenario. I was like, oh. mm. she gave me the power to choose my own destiny mm. instead of forcing me to choose. She said, I believe you can actually be a man right now. And most people don't make those kind of decisions until they're 18. I made that decision when I was four. Mm. Interesting how I'm known for my deep level of intuition and you don't gain access to deep intuition without deep trust. Yeah. How my earliest memory of my intuition came 10 minutes after I made that decision. Mm. So in looking at the scenario a different way, my mom gave me the power to choose my own destiny. 
which opened up the doorway to my intuition. Mm -hmm. And I also chose to go with my dad at that time. Mm. Because what happened 10 minutes later was something saying, stop the car, go with your mom, go with your mom, go with your mom. So I said, stop the car. And I told my dad to go with my mom. He stops the car. He gave me the power to choose my own destiny. I go with my mom. Eight years later, my father was murdered in the house I would have lived in. Wow. So I got to experience a different energy. And I called my mom. I said, Mom, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for not deciding for me mm -hmm. and trusting and give me the power to choose my own destiny. And that's how you can transcend anything that happens in your life if you look at it from a different perspective. From a different perspective. That's so powerful, dude. That's so powerful, Karen. Like the way you just painted that whole picture for people about how you're perceiving your reality and then how you can see it from a whole nother profoundly empowered place and get a whole different experience and therefore result <laughs> when you see it from a new vantage point. And I mean, the takeaways there are so profound in realizing, I think that's the thing about being a human in general that makes us so powerful is our ability to choose. Yeah. The fact that you got to come into contact with it at such a young age and you don't, didn't even, you know, know the ways that would ripple through your life. And now you're helping other people to reclaim with their intuition, own. With intuition, with trust, with confidence, with authenticity, mm -hmm. with making powerful decisions from their full selves. That she even also was offering you this awareness that like you have the answers, you know what you need or what you want. And so you have an inner compass within you that knows the way. And then you tapped into that immediately. It was like, oh, wait, I made a choice. Now I let me listen to that and I'll go. And it's pointing me this way. Let me go that way. Well, this is why when people come up to me and they say, Garen, oh my God, you changed my life. I say, hold on. Mm. <laughs> I showed you a new perspective. Right. You changed your own life. Yeah. That's not, that's not, you own that power. Mm -hmm. I'm very clear not to take that on as me. Mm -hmm. I'm just showing you a different way to look at your life so that you become the creator and author and not be like, well, Garen changed my life. No, 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 you did it. You did it. Mm -hmm. And I want you to claim it and own it. And the moment that you shepherd your own, your own, maybe the other people can be reminders. Sure. But the moment you claim that, your level of godness, your level of goodness, your level of expression, and what wants to show up in your life, you will realize has been trying to knock on that door your whole life. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and it allows you to step out of the victimhood that you've been in unconsciously living. You don't even realize in certain ways that it's still subtly coming out where it's like this happened to me and now you're like, oh, this was divinely orchestrated for my evolution. Yeah. And, I, you know, now you're not just a business owner, you're a coach, you're a facilitator, you're a father, you're a husband. That's my favorite title. That's yeah. my favorite role right there. You're now, you've now stepped into the role of a father. Yeah. And you, and I want to take it back to this word that you started the conversation with, which is effortlessly. You got a lot going on. You do yeah. a lot. How, 
does one like, cause if you look at the external, that's a lot of responsibility. Yep. It's a lot to do busy yeah. schedules, l- lots of pressure. How do you stay grounded? How do you stay rooted in the present moment? How do you move and flow like water? Yeah. Because I know you've talked about V water, yeah. like from thing to thing. And then instead of feeling the need to rush or pressure, like yeah. what's the next business move I need to make? Yeah. How do you stay really grounded with all the things that you are one, responsible for? One of, I've had a vision for my life. Yeah. And most people, they're trying to create a vision and... They're like, I think I should do this, and I think I should do this, right. and I think I sh- I'm not operating from think. I'm operating from an embodied sense. Mm. And operating from embodiment is very different than punching above your weight class mm. and hoping and thinking or something like that. So me having a vision for my life first and then matching my foundation I call it the energy body. Mm -hmm. Intentionally putting myself in a position to stretch and stretch and stretch according to the vision of my life that I have would have me not having the exterior things, but knowing one day this is going to happen. So I'm going to work on the foundation now. Mm -hmm. One day, I'm going to have a family. So me, me just operating as a single person keeps me in the same frequency as a single person. Mm -hmm. So how do I create space to make room for your, for my blessings? Mm -hmm. You, you got to create the space. Yeah. So having the vision first and then looking at the construct of your lifestyle and your life, does this match? with where I'm headed, not where I hope to head. So that wasn't no hope. I knew the life that I'm living now was gonna happen even when I was $200,000 in debt. I didn't know how, but I knew it. So I got good at stretching myself intentionally. Mm. And what that looks like is I knew I couldn't swim. I was deathly afraid of swimming. Mm So what is a guy who's deathly afraid of swimming now starting to take swimming lessons now swimming a mile, uh, now two miles in the ocean, now three miles in the ocean, now doing triathlons, sprint, Olympic, now doing half Ironmans, Mm -hmm. now, uh, now, uh, doing 250 mile bike rides, now doing 64 miles over a mountain who I became mm-hmm. while intentionally putting in my, myself into voluntary discomfort to stretch my edges for a vision of a life that I know is coming so that by the time that life came, You're I had right. already been prepared for mm-hmm. it. If you throw a frog, I know this sounds weird, but if you throw a frog, I've never done it, but I saw the science mm-hmm. in, bi- in social studies mm-hmm. one day, into boiling water, it will explode on contact. Mm. But if you start it in cold water and gradually do the temperature, mm-hmm. the body will adjust 
and it will be close to boiling water, swimming around like it's nothing because it's adjusted over mm -hmm. time. Now, if you took me in the past and threw me into this lifestyle, I wouldn't be able to handle it the same way, um, you know, you get somebody who wins the lottery, 99.9% .9 of them go bankrupt right. because they don't, they don't have, they haven't lived at that frequency and that vibration that can actually hold for that. So the whole concept of you got to be before you can become, I saw it and I was seeing how people were living and what they were doing. And I started doing that when I was living in my car. Mm -hmm. I was doing that when I was living in my storage unit. How'd you get so good being on stage, speaking in 85 countries all over the world? Well, I had 125 YouTube videos out while I was living in my storage unit. And you know what the title was called? The Storage. I got my reps in. Right. So that right there set the stage for the life that I have now. So it's not a lot to me. Sure. I'm actually looking for ways to stretch myself even more mm -hmm. according to the life that mm -hmm. I actually want mm -hmm. with more kids mm -hmm. and more properties mm -hmm. and more businesses, mm -hmm. but in an effortless way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the gradual expansion that happens over time, over your evolution. But I love hearing, like it keeps me going back to the metaphor of the garden. It's like, you're a gardener, you're tending to the garden, but you're also creating the space for this thing to grow. You're not planting it in a tiny little pot. You're planting it in soil that it has all of this room to expand and grow. Because a lot of people are like, they've planted their potential in a pot that they- a Little itty bitty Tiny pot, little pot. Perfect pot, this fits right there. Yeah. And they're wondering, how do I reach my full potential? It's like, you need to relocate that potential into a future that you is take, bigger. You take that out of the pot <laughs> and put it into a bigger pot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned your vision for your life and your future, and that's where it starts, right? And I, I think I grew up in the church. Yeah. And... I think about. Yeah. Cause those are two different things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Grow up in the church. And I think of, I still read scripture of all different types now. Yeah. Um, but I think about the Bible and it talks about where there's a lack of vision, the people perish. Yeah. And this big audacious dream that if we allow ourselves to dream that big, like, we can have and how th that thing propels us forward versus most people are motivated to get out of their situation because they're, they're pain. They're not drawn toward something because mm -hmm. they're like their soul wants that. And they're like being called for forward to it. The vision is where it starts. And then it's how do I prepare the, the soil for that to grow? I love that. But you said something about the Bible obviously takes me back to God and the God power within you. What is God to you? <laughs> Ooh, we could do a whole yeah. podcast on that. Yeah. My version, there is the spiritual aspect and then there's the human aspect. That's, that's an expression of the most high for me. Mm. I'm a follower of Christ and I don't run away from it, but I don't do Jesus how most people do Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's because uh, my message isn't for Christians. I don't call myself a Christian. I'm a follower of Christ and nowhere in the Bible does it say you need to be a Christian. Mm. And for me, and I was 
bunch of people are going to be all bent up out of shape, but you, you, you got to understand what the text says, mm-hmm. not what someone else's version of the text says. The Bible wasn't written in America. Mm. It was written in the part of the world where everything's based off of symbolism. Mm. But we're taught in America to read everything literally. Yeah. If you read that text literally, you are the furthest away from oh, the actual <laughs> spirit reading you because everything is based off of par- uh, mm-hmm. parables and symbolism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rock doesn't mean an actual rock. It's foundation. Mm-hmm. And so... When I think about my own journey and my my own relationship with God, not what somebody says you have to do. You don't tell mm-hmm. me what I have to do mm-hmm. and how my relationship gets to be. When I took myself to church, when I bought my own my own Bible, mm-hmm. I heard things way different. Mm-hmm. Not from a religious standpoint, because I'm not religious at all. I'm right. very highly spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um my uh, there's a pastor that I followed named Pastor Torre, and I, I was in the back, and I was homeless at the time. I was in the back of the church, and he was like, man, y'all church folks, y'all get on. You know, you go to a black church. It, it sounds very different than, oh, mm-hmm. oh <laughs> and, it's, um, and I'm sitting all the way in the back. He said, y'all church folks get on my nerves. He's like, Y'all just be throwing it down people's throat and making people wrong for their journey of curiosity. Yeah. He was like, leave people be on their journey. He was like, the greatest thing you can say to somebody is through your own personal example. Now, I'm a preacher. Mm. I've been called to be on the pulpit. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all haven't been called to be on the pulpit. You could be in health and wellness. And I had just started in health and wellness. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Talk like somebody who's in health and wellness, but come from the spirit. Yeah. And it was the first time in my life I realized that I don't have to separate myself. So even right now, why my work continues to transcend all of the industry norms, because my, my, my work is my ministry, but it looks... It sounds different because it's me sharing my own perspective. Mm-hmm. And if it's not for you, I totally get it. Find something that works for you. Yeah. And so God to me, because mm-hmm. I had to give you context. Sure. I love it. God to me is the reflection of the most high and physical form fully received and I'll I'll make it even more practical if I am an expression of God and they say God is in any and all things Mm -hmm. then that must mean God is inside of myself Mm -hmm. so if I don't look at myself and see God. I didn't say I am the God, but if I don't look at myself and acknowledge God, a creation of the Most High, I deny myself access to all that is, mm. all of creation, 
if I'm made in his image and I look at myself and I'm like, oh, I'm ugly. Oh, I'm fat. Oh, I'm skinny. Oh, I'm, I'm never going to make it. And I don't have full faith, full belief, full trust. Mm-hmm. I deny myself access to all of creation. So that's why I say co-creation because it needs a vessel to be able to articulate. Express, yeah. In the way that vessel is meant to express. Right, right. And so that is the simplest way in a very complex mm-hmm. uh, uh, answer that can go 50,000 different ways. Sure. God is me. Mm. God is you. God is we. Mm-hmm. God is true. God is us. God is she. Mm-hmm. God is him. God is all when fully accepted and received and reflected. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, if you are like me and my roommate, Nikki, you're probably juggling work, friends, family, and all the holiday madness this month. But don't worry. HelloFresh is here to save the day. Not only will you save money on your grocery bill, but you'll also have everything you need for delicious, easy meals. When it comes to hosting, their market feature makes it so easy. Add some mouthwatering charcuterie and picture-perfect desserts to your order and you're good to go. No more stressing about grocery shopping, cooking, and hosting. It's a true holiday miracle. Go to hellofresh.com slash coachablefree and use coachablefree for free breakfast for life. One breakfast item per box while your subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at hellofresh.com slash coachablefree with code coachablefree. Our next partner is AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. I drink AG1 literally every day and I started to give them a try because I realized that in order to be the real champion of my life, I've got to take care of my body. It's truly an absolute non-negotiable. I drink AG1 in the morning before I start my day and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good for my body as a positive first action and habit of my day. Because I've realized that one small thing that I do is the quickest way that I can create lasting change in my life. I think about it like this. My choices, my actions, they matter. So I think of drinking AG1 as a choice. It's like a vote for the person that I want to become. Someone who's balanced, vibrant, healthy, full of energy. And that's why I love AG1. It tastes so great and gives me everything that I need to feel my best. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need for your supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash coachable. That's drinkag1.com slash coachable. Check them out today. I want to say a quick thank you to our sponsor of this week's episode, Camuso Design. Camuso is one of my all-time favorite brands because they are not just a jewelry brand. They are truly my hack for relieving anxiety and stress in my day-to-day life. And I'm about to tell you why. I wear their shift necklace. It is an absolutely beautiful stainless steel necklace that is designed in such a way to help you relieve stress and be more calm. And genuinely, that's exactly what it does. I wear this all the time because all I have to do is breathe. I, as you guys know, I'm a breathwork facilitator. I absolutely love the power of breath. And with the Camuso Design Shift Necklace, it is a simple, beautiful reminder that hangs around my neck to remind me to stop, slow down, breathe deeply, and allow my body 
to do the rest because we truly are our own medicine if we allow ourselves to be. So with this necklace, all I have to do is take a deep inhale through my nose and breathe out through this beautifully crafted necklace. I breathe into the necklace itself. And what it does is it naturally elongates my exhale, helping me to downregulate into my parasympathetic nervous system, feel calmer and clearer in just a few seconds. This is the best thing you can do for yourself is gift yourself the gift of calm with Camusa Design or a friend. I gave these away when I was at Burning Man on the playa and every single person that I gifted one to was so grateful and amazed. They have beautiful stains for women, men, and children. So this is one of the absolute like favorite things I have in staples in my closet, but also one of my very favorite wellness secrets that I'm no longer keeping secret. So make sure you guys go over to camusodesign.com slash coachable to get 15% off your order today. That is camusodesign.com, K-O-M-U-S-O design.com slash coachable and receive 15% off your order. Now back to our episode. So powerful. So powerful. I've heard many different, like I remember Oprah in her Super Soul Sundays conversation, she would always ask people like, what is God to you? And I've heard her many answers, all that is to law, to very personal definitions. And I always am so intrigued because I believe like you, like this is my ministry in my own way. And it's not trying to... I'm not trying to recruit people for Jesus or anything like that, but for truth and for love and for accessing that within your own body and Mm -hmm. with with your own spirit and having a, a relationship and an encounter. I remember encountering my, when, what I would call God within myself, having an encounter with myself at the deepest level of like, the part of me that is connected to all that is, that has never yeah. been separated from that source of infinite love. Yeah. When I experienced that, it was like, people need to know, one, <laughs> that that is not, that doesn't just exist, but that is accessed through the heart and through the body and through the moment, the present moment, like yeah. through, you enter into eternity when you drop mm-hmm. into the present moment. And we think about eternity as, oh, heaven and hell. And where am I going to spend the rest of my, you know, when I pass on to the other side, like, where am I going to go? And what I've realized, and you talk about, you know, you wrote a book, about how to change your mind, how to change your life. Yeah. Marianne Williamson, who's been on this show, who's you know somebody I look up to and has helped me to reframe so much of what I was taught biblically and see it through a new perspective. Yeah. She's like, says that love in your mind produces love in your life. That is the meaning of heaven. Mm. Fear in your mind produces fear in your life. That is the meaning of hell. And I wonder how many people who are like me, who are living in a, in a hell for so many days, for so many years, and what can happen when they hear a conversation like this, or 
is that they can experience heaven. They can experience God. They can experience themselves and see what, from what you were saying, from a different perspective and realizing the thing that they are working so hard for is not out there. It's here. Yeah. And this is something that I learned um, having, you know, a a 12-year sentence in prison, Mm -hmm. not thinking I'm going to get out. And I remember the moment where it dawned upon me, I knew exactly why I was in prison because every day when I was free, I used to say I'm so far away from where I'm supposed to be, like I'm in prison inside of my own body. Next thing you know, I'm in prison far away from where I'm supposed to be. And then all of a sudden I remembered, I used to love to run. I used Mm -hmm. to love to like, sing and express myself and and do art mm-hmm. motivate people even when i was a little kid before i knew what motivation was i'd see two people arguing and this thing would happen and i would say it and then good things would happen all the time mm-hmm. i remembered that i loved those things and then i did them while i was in prison mm-hmm. so interesting i'm busted for smuggling drugs 6.2 kilos of heroin They tested the drugs three times. And when I felt the most free, which I associate love with freedom, I'm not talking about freedom that you have to fight for Mm -hmm. that's outside of you. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about the power to possess your own mind Mm -hmm. and let your life manifest and be an overflow of who you actually are Mm -hmm. as it's responding to you. When I felt the most free, All of a sudden, all of a sudden, even while in prison, they contacted me and they said, we retested the drugs after two and a half years. They had no reason to do it. Yeah. But I felt free. 90% was fake. And for the amount that was real, you've already done the time. You're free to go home. And when I looked back, So I connected the dots looking back when I started singing again and and doing the things I used to love, love that that just set my heart on fire when I was a little kid. It taught me that human doesn't have the final say-so. It taught me about the power of the kid. And I grew up. They say, oh, kids go to heaven. I understood. Why? How come to... And it's so interesting how my company is called Artist Power. Right. But I haven't broke it down phonetically for you. Please. (laughs) The artist is the little kid who remembers. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering when people tap into that kid energy, why the energy goes up, why they're more creative, why their money goes up, and all these different things. But here's my agenda, because everybody's got an agenda. So when I learned that all kids go to heaven, I feel, this is what I was taught, is because I feel they're the closest thing to source. They haven't been tainted Mm -hmm. by our society ways. Mm -hmm. They haven't had enough time to forget. So I teach people how to remember Mm -hmm. in a very, very, very profound way. And I don't put it all out on social media because there's certain ways, 
It's like the Batman symbol. Mm. It's going to attract a certain part of a person. And you got to show them the mansion, the doorway to the man, mm-hmm. the doorway, then show them the rest of the mansion. Right. So the souls that come through are ready. And you always know that they're ready because I send out certain symbols and certain things that I post, mm-hmm. certain words that I say, certain colors that I use intentionally. Sure to attract a certain a specific aspect of a person. Mm-hmm. And once I figured out that, that particular matrix in Rubik's Cube, the phonetic of art is power, if you break it up, it's art is power, heart is power, separate the H-E, he, he is power (laughs) and it all wants to be showed through the spectrum of the art yeah so i bring people back into the frequency of all kids go to heaven Mm. or all kids are closest to source which is the artist the true artist yeah because it derives from the creator yeah and it's just me doing inner child work (laughs) You come take one of my pro program. Yeah. You're like you're gonna meet God. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but you were ready because that's the bridge. It's the doorway. It is. It's the. I'm following you. I know where this. It Even is the while bridge. we're talking, my pausing, yeah, is intentional. Is sending out a signal. Yeah, and you're like. That's pausing said a lot. That okay. landed for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I so get that. It is. And your expression of the most high, that energy, that consciousness, that, that love is reaching people everywhere. Like in the people who are ready. And I always believe like when the student is ready, the teacher appears and there are many teachers. It's not just me. It's not just you. You yeah. said, if it doesn't resonate with you, there's somebody that does. Light manifests itself through different forms. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you working on right now that <laughs> you're excited about? Well, being in a um, marriage with a powerful woman, mm-hmm. like Blair is by no mean a pushover. She's extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. That will be forever work on her part and mine. And that's why we keep, it makes everything else easy mm-hmm. because of the level of um, uh, potentiality and power in our dark, in our darkness, mm-hmm. and in our manifested light. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a harmonious nature that brings this uh, container. Um, so much fruitfulness for both of us. So that's one thing I'm always going to be working on in, in this lifetime and hopefully the next. Um, being a, a, a father of a 21-year-old mm. and a father of a two-year-old. Mm-hmm. So the 20-year-old, I mean, the, the, the 20-year difference has me healing and being radically present simultaneously, mm. you know, because before... You know, just playing the field in the way that I did, I didn't know any other way to see women. Mm. And the reason why I now know that 94% of my clientele is powerful driven women is because 
Most of them have never encountered a man like me and felt safe in that presence. And that is good looking, successful, smart, uh, street wise, book wise and all of that. That is like not trying to take them, trying to create these sneaky, sneaky little ways to get in your pants and things. It is pure safety because it was one of my highest values because the level of safety that most women women have never had Mm -hmm. is the safety that I never got the chance to be myself. So they work together. Yeah. And so always cultivating deeper levels of safety within myself so Mm -hmm. that I can hold that level of uh, space and safety for the the many who need it so that their true gifts come online, so their true healing comes through and transcends, and so they can alchemize that into the power that's been knocking on their, the, the door the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, just continuing to build out my company, uh, Artist Power, as we're going to have Artist Power teens and kids and publishing. It's like going to mm. be a whole Amazing. conglomerate. Um, and, you know, I just continuously have these ideas of just things that inventions that I don't have time for, but if I did, Mm -hmm. they would be crazy. So (laughs) in a deep meditation, you know, spirit led me to realize that the Garen, you don't have to be the face of everything. And that was my ego getting in the way of what a partnership could do. So now- My deal is recruiting the right energetic match. Mm-hmm. I'm like a spiritual doula with these ideas that I've birthed, but maybe they can be the face of it. Sure. I give them a portion a portion of the company of an idea that they never would have had, and we both get to benefit. Sure. Yeah. So that's Powerful. in 2024. I've got about 12 different things that I'll be... Um, uh, handing over the energetic reins to in partnership with other people. Mm, powerful. I, I want to zero in on your relationship to your wife, mm. if you're open. Yeah. Of course. Um, first of all, do you believe in soulmates? Yes, I do. What does that mean to you? What do you think a soulmate um, is? There is an energetic tie to souls that were meant for each other to mm. transcend and create something else. Um, I didn't believe it until it happened. Hmm. I've been with many women. I've slept with many women. I've dated many, whatever that was. Sure. It never in my life have I ever encountered what I encountered with Blair on our very first date. Hmm. I could never see past the next month or a week with any part, any woman I'd ever been with. And on our very first date with Blair, when I looked at her, it was like a portal opened up and I could see into the future. Hmm. I could see her being the mother of our children. I could see her being my wife and I never wanted to get married and I was never having any other kids. But when we were in that space together, something about it, lifted my human veil Mm. and brought me into another dimension. I had never experienced that before. And I told her Mm. on the first date, (laughs) 
I, whenever I tell people this story, they're like, what did she say? And I was like, well, yeah. I got a preface. I wasn't weak. And they're like, oh, I hope I wasn't you were like this, convicted in it. I wasn't being presenting myself as masculine, yeah. but really a coward inside trying to punch above my weight class and disguising that with what I was saying. Yeah. I was so sure in everything there was an embodied sense that I'd never felt. Mm. And I was willing to bet on whatever this was beyond my humanness. Well, that's who was speaking. Because at four years old, you learned how to listen to that voice. You caught it. I trusted what this was mm -hmm. and I shared it with her. She did not see it. Really? But it wasn't about that. Not on our first date. Yeah. She went to the bathroom. So right she didn't after join that. you in the portal and is in another. No. She's like, oh, no, this is news to me. But <laughs> something about how yeah. I said it, yeah. who I was being mm -hmm. planted a seed of safety she's never had in her life. Yeah. And neither did I. Yeah. And I was willing to bet on whatever that was. Damn. So inside of that, that was a seed and somebody had to go first. Mm -hmm. That first was me. The level of commitment, the level of women I was dealing with that I dealt with in the past, that as soon as I committed, they all came out of the woodworks. Mm -hmm. I mean... Even women who never gave me the opportunity, A-list celebrities, yeah. people who never gave me the opportunity. The moment I posted on Facebook and no one ever seen me walking hand to hand, leaving clubs with anybody, never Facebook mm -hmm. public with anybody. But the moment I did that, people from elementary, middle school, high school, music industry, modeling industry, was, oh, I thought I was, I was waiting for you. Even people I thought were just great friends, we were never intimate. I thought, maybe I was like, whoa, whoa. what just happened? So what I did was what most people don't do. Mm. They need enough evidence to commit. What I did as I committed first yeah. and I drove the stake into the ground and according to the size of your commitment, it unlocks the equal of its distractions. So I went a layer even deeper. I drove my Triton into the mm. ground and I said, this is it. And it demagnetized all of the distractions. Mm. It was that, it was the level of belief and trust and faith and I embodied it with my words and it even demagnetized me being scared. Well, what if, what if there's other, what if this is it? Mm -hmm. hmm. It was that. And no one, I've never seen anybody model that for me. Yeah. So I became the example that I needed modeled. And you were following a feeling. I was following a feeling. Because no one, it was, there was no model. There was, there no, was no, this model. is how it's done. You were intuitively following a feeling of like, something else is te teaching me how to do this. Yeah. It's, and it continues to do that. Wow. Yeah. When we've gotten, you know, our relationship doesn't come without its faults. Sure. Everyone has. Especially when you lean in. Mm. It's not a passive relationship. 
I am willing to go anywhere and everywhere. Mm. Because my commitment is greater than my human. And so wherever that wants to take me, it cannot break me because my commitment is stronger. That sounds to me, you're saying commitment is, is spiritual. 100%, if you'll allow it to be. Mm -hmm. But most people don't get to that part because when it gets difficult, when it gets challenging and they're just like, oh, see, I knew it's going to work. That's why it didn't work. Well, and this is not just relationships. This is anything in Any your life. Any relationship. Yeah. Like, and how many people, whether you're listening to this episode, watching this on YouTube, whatever you're looking at your own life or just look at culture, look at society. We live in a society that doesn't know what to commit to. And even if they did, they're scared to commit because of all of the, the voices, what if you miss out on da, yep. da, 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 da. the grass is always greener over there. Oh, you know, that was fake grass. They painted it. Yeah. And because I have something in my life that now models what deep commitment looks like, it makes everything so easy, mm. especially in relationships. And then that reminded me, I was like, wait a second. I actually have something else. I've never had a sip of alcohol in my life. Mm. When I was five years old, I saw somebody in my family that was sloppy drunk. And I remember saying, mom, that can turn a person into that. I'm never going to do that. I remember saying when I was five, still never been tempted. Now, I've had my faults and other things, but when I decide on something with my full self, it is done. Mm. Mm -hmm. And it's this conversation that's lacking in our, in our, not just our world, but society as a whole. Totally. Is people believing in themselves enough to be grounded inside of their commitments. Everything else is a ripple effect of that. Oh no, but this, and oh no, but that, and, and oh, and I knew it wasn't gonna work. Well, if you knew it wasn't gonna work to begin with, mm -hmm. why'd you stay? Mm -hmm. So that all of that is a ripple effect of deep down inside, you created something with faulty foundation. Mm -hmm. My face was the size of Thanos' like six years ago. And, and that's the, 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 the meanest boss in um, Avengers. Mm -hmm. and, and I went to the dentist and they said, you, you've got to get a root canal. Mm. I said, why? I had a root canal here 15 years ago. They said, whoever originally did your root canal didn't get it all the way to the root. So you've got 15 years of infection that is just yeah. now starting to show up on the surface. <laughs> So what they had to do, saw half my jaw open. Wow. And even with the numbing, I still felt the pain. And I didn't have insurance, so I'd pay <sighs> 10 times the money, 10 times the pain. And that's where I had my biggest epiphany. And that's when I started doing deep work, root work. <laughs> so while I'm in pain, I'm like, oh, that's why she broke up with me. 
That's not, oh, because I was focused on the surface. I'm never not going to go to the root again. Yeah. Because if you pluck a weed at the top, it's going to grow right back. Uh, but if you pull it from the root, you can actually plant something else there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have a physical embodiment mm. of a lesson I am not going to allow myself to learn again mm -hmm. because I figured out a formula to get to it before it knocks and knocks and knocks and takes an ax and breaks your door yeah. down. Yeah. Well, because the pain that you're feeling was the accumulation <laughs> over time. And people, when once they've started feeling the pain of their maybe their marriage or their relationship is falling apart, you didn't hear all of the the silent whispers or the the requests of your partner. Da, da, da. The pain now of it's falling it, apart. Even before you got married, right? The, the I knew it wasn't going to work out. The I, I haven't dealt with my trauma. I haven't dealt with my trust issues. Haven't whatever it is. We wait till the pain gets so high that we can't not pay attention to it. But it's like this pain could be avoided. Yeah. So here's what I'm saying. At the root of Blair and I's relationship, mm. I was so clear. Mm -hmm. There wasn't any, it, it wasn't any doubt. I wasn't trying to escape something else to get into that relationship because then the, the, the escape becomes what planted the seed. So even if you got good things and you still feel crappy, that's because at the root of it was born from escape or born from a one trapped you know, or something, yeah. running away or, oh, I just need something to fill something. Yeah, because at the root of it, it was faulty to begin with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <sighs> this is a microcosm of like this this level of, thinking and paired with embodiment yeah is the way you create unusual and abnormal results <laughs> and it's not just in relationships it's in your business yeah it's in every area yeah. i mean that's why you have the level of influence and the level yeah. of the voice you into people's lives that you have because it's seen, you don't just talk about it. Like you, it's, you feel it, you walk it, you live it. You are, you are it in the same, in the sense that it's not just, I'm not, you're not just preaching to people. Right. It's a lived experience and it's nothing special that I have. Right. It is special, but it's nothing special that it's only designated to, to one you. person. Right. My whole goal is to re reveal you to yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't need you to keep signing up for my stuff. Give me a year. Mm -hmm. Give me a year into any container. And let me teach you how to cultivate those tools mm -hmm. that you can continuously use mm -hmm. in your own life and see how you set your own life up for success for years to come. Mm -hmm. But you must understand energy, how to facilitate it, your nervous system, your gifts, visioning. You must understand community and the power that happens when you choose to surround yourself around certain people and how it drains you when you unconsciously 
Like, so if you don't understand these basic spiritual principles, the foundation, the foundation, then there's a good chance you could go 20 years mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden something shows up on the surface. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with what's showing up on the surface. It might mean that your spiritual body needs a root canal. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking of the most practical way to share this. You have so many avenues to manifest your gift of acceptance, you have the opportunity to live a full life without regrets in an effortless way. And you could be one degree off. Mm -hmm. You're questioning the insecurity, the masking, the overcompensation overcompensating, the dressing yourself up in a certain way to fit inside of a certain peer group. And this is most of the world. That's one degree off. Mm. What I want to share is if you are open to learning more about yourself, Seek out the people who are living by example and you can feel it energetically. Mm. You can, somebody's just talking and they sound good. I can tell you took this course and this course. I don't see it in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Seek out the lived examples because they're going to show you something that you can't get in a certificate called wisdom so that you can become wise in your own life and everything else will overflow from that aspect of yourself. Mm -hmm. That's it. That's it. And I feel like that was just a call to arms for those who are feeling that like that is like, if that's you, yeah, <laughs> there are people. Yeah that you can learn from. Okay. And I'll say learn with. Yeah. You don't like the word from and your ego gets annoyed. Let's learn together. Together. Yeah, absolutely. So as we wrap up, how can people learn more about the artist <laughs> power, what you're doing, your retreats, your coaching, your facilitation? Tell us about that. Yeah. And I, I just also want to preface. Yeah. What I'm not saying is <laughs> My way is the only way. Mm -hmm. I would be very weary of that level of conversation because, like I said, there's lights all in here. She's a light. She's a light. He's a light. I'm a light. There's lights here, and it manifests itself in different ways. Um, but the, the objective is to reflect more light and amplify one another. Mm -hmm. um, mine is a way. <laughs> mine is a way, and it's all about the light. And taking and alchemizing 
darkness with the light, not the separation of darkness, because you don't want to separate yourself from yourself. Mm -hmm. um, because if darkness has enough illumination, you will see that it was just a different variation of light the whole time. Yeah. Um, so if you're, if there's an aspect of you that is seeking full self-expression and you are tired of hiding, you're tired of putting on a front no matter how much money you have and you want a safe space to be yourself authentic with other people that share the same story and you want to play on the playground that you always wanted to play on, whether you're in business or a creator, entrepreneur, a mother, a father, parent, or you're just coming in, you're like, what is all of this mm -hmm. stuff? The through line is there's a safe space to be who you've always wanted to be without having judgment or shame present in that space, which could 100% affect the way that you earn money, your sex life, your, your intimate relationships, your, ex, your other relationships, the way in which you come up with ideas in your business, the way in which you articulate uh, uh, clarity around your business and your vision. I have a way mm. and it is called artist power and it is the most purest and healthy way I know how to get there is through the eyes, mind, and heart of the little kid that's been inside of you the entire time. Mm -hmm. And we have we have Artist Power Collective, which is membership. We have five live calls with some high-level coaches per week. Nobody in the in this space is doing it like that at mm -hmm. that price point. And then I have a leadership program with high-level very high level level leaders that are already doing amazing thing. It's like your favorite coach's favorite coach is taking this because they want to understand how to be rangeful in their practice. Um, um, and it's called artist power leadership, rediscovering the lost art of transcendent leadership. And then there's that starts in January, which mm -hmm. is a mastermind that's going into a re retreat in Costa Rica. And then my next Artist Power Awakened Retreat, which is with 70 people. That's in June in Austin, Texas. Mm. And you can find me in the club, bottle full of water. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all of that, we want to make sure it's really, really clear and easily accessible for all of you guys, because this is a path. There are many paths, you know, to reconnect to your truest, deepest, most authentic self, which is your most powerful, creative, expressed loved self. And this is one of those. And if so, if what you're hearing from Garen, like if this is speaking to your heart, that part of your belly that is like, I know this is for me, that is something you can trust. Mm. You can trust where that is leading you. And I can tell by being in and around your presence and feeling now you're like your heart and your, your, like your essence this is the real deal. They're the real deal. So if you spot it, you got it. Homie. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for blessing us with your wisdom mm -hmm. uh, and your time and your presence and lighting the way, lighting the way for other people to, to find their own path. You are so welcome. And I also want to acknowledge you. I want to acknowledge you for growing through everything that you've grown through 
to be strong enough, brave enough, graceful enough to, um, to share your voice mm -hmm. and to share your gifts and to share your wisdom and, and even creating a space like this where stories like mine, when I never thought my story was valuable, nobody would care. Uh, share, being a, a space, a safe space where stories like mine can have wings and potentially impact millions. And then that says a lot about mm -hmm. the leader and the human and, and, you know, the creator and the, the, the goddess you are. So I just want to acknowledge you, you for your light and your love. Thank you so much. You're Thank so welcome, you. Friend. I received that fully. Yeah. 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 You guys know this is the show where we talk about how to build a life that feels as good as it looks. Mm. And that's what we're here to do. And I hope that you will take what you learn here, you apply it, you share it, um, and you be the light wherever you are in whatever community, whatever friend group, whatever business you're a part of. Um, and yeah, let your, let your light shine wherever you are. And if you want to connect with Garen, we'll make all of that very easily and accessible in the show notes. You guys know where to go. If this episode touched you, if it spoke to your heart, take action, do something with it. Don't just let it go in one ear and out the other. Use it, apply it. That's when knowledge becomes real power mm. is when you use it. So thanks for tuning in this week to the Coachable Podcast. We'll see you next week. See you mm. later.